Hello and welcome to Boarding Party's D&D Campaign. Featuring Bentley Woods CJ D. Blackwater Milo Ruder and Phoebe Wilhelm. I'm Drew, the Game Master for the Laris region. Following their days spent in Ambercrag, the boys begin their treacherous journey through the Amberite Caves up towards Watalonga. To the north. To the north, gig of the north. To the north, aka okay. central. the mountain. My cousin Barley, give us a royal cold. <clears throat> okay. Um, are you going in the river? Beside the river? In the river. Swimming? In the river. Okay. Swimming, I will be on Lady Rose. Crash for me. Very good. Um, yeah, so, Crash, you're able to give uh, swim speed and underwater breathing to, like, a bunch of creatures. Sick. So that's easy enough. Um, if Rose would be slower than you, she is not. If she's near you. So you guys can move at 50 feet every six seconds, so that's... Actually, you can move 100 feet in six seconds if you dash. So you can cover a lot of ground. Blimey. You're, you're going like... Uh, my brain wants to tell me that you're going like 53 miles an hour, but that is clearly incorrect. <laughs> that's There's no 53 way. 53 miles per hour? Jet skis. Yeah, <laughs> that's um, freaking... 5,280 feet in a mile. That's rad. 100 feet every six seconds. Okay, I'm way off. You're going nine miles an yeah, hour, but it's still say, pretty fast. Like 10 seems like... yeah. 50, we're just, yeah! <laughs> just um, flying. That will leave Crash and Rose with a point of exhaustion at the end of each day. So you, if you were to push it, you could make it in like a day and a half, but they would arrive like pretty heavily beat. Um, choice is yours. Is that something that can be healed with a Pokemon that's Center? The, no. Okay. That is rest and recuperation. Because okay. that's not a physical wound, that is... You're yeah, so I don't know that we have a reason to, like, really exhaust them. No, yeah. Okay. I, so, I kind of want to see... It also draws attention to you if you're like, yeah, I mean, let's go! You know, I don't really have a reason to, like, explore the inner workings of this cave just because we know that it's very dangerous, but, like, if we're swimming in the middle of the river, I would like to put on my night vision goggles Hell and look yeah. around the cave. For okay. sure. Same thing. Yeah, in the in the early uh, early evening of the day that you guys set out, you do... Come to that cave. It starts. You guys are pretty well familiar. It's it's a thick cave. It goes for like a long ways. It is lit. There are like lanterns strung about, but maybe like every six or seven is still functional because it's just, it's candles basically. Mm -hmm. But nobody's out here to like keep a watch over it. But there's just this ominous cave mouth that opens up. It's like 80 feet wide, and it just goes in. The walkway to the side, if you guys were walking, is like two feet wide and slick rock. The water is very kind of choppy through here, and you can see there's a lot of rocks that are kind of jutting below the surface as well. So you're able to swim quickly, but if you were like to dash through here, you'd have to make some checks or like you don't want to get impaled. Mm -hmm. But if you go at a reasonable pace... It's just going to be dark. It'd be reasonable. So you have the option to either night vision or to light up. Um, if you are to use lights, a lot of the things that are in here will not want anything to do with you. Mm -hmm. um, bats, etc., are not going to be super keen on investigating bright light. They're more interested in noises. Uh, but other things might be super interested if you have lights and won't be able to see you if you have the night vision. Okay, I would just use the the night vision goggles to like look around. I just kind of want to see what lives in this cave near the river or on the roof. Like, look at what kind of like bats and things are in here. But yeah. no intention of like trying to spook them or wake them up or do any of that jazz. I'm just more just interested recon mission. Sure. Uh, roll for me a D four. <clears throat> you got it, bub. It's a three. Okay. Would you look at the cave walls, the roof, or the river? Uh, cave <clears throat> walls. Cave walls. Very good. As you guys are 
skadoodling your way through. Bentley, you go... And that night vision kicks in for you. It's worth noting, uh, Rose and Crash have no way to see, so they're just navigating via currents. Crash is like, I can feel the river. I know where the edges are, and he's, like, dodging rocks and stuff, so you guys are swerving back and forth. Rose is just swimming in <laughs> in the gap behind him. She's like, I have no idea where I am, okay. but this is great. But as you're looking at those cave walls, there's familiar things, things that don't really stand out to you. A lot of, a lot of geodudes. There's a graveler kind of at one point just kind of just chilling in there. They look at you. They see you. They're like, oh, people. Oh, hi. What's up? How's it going, people? This is my home. I live in this cave here. <laughs> as you're going by, um, you see a big... Like super spindly yellow legged spider with this big looks like a black manta from Aquaman, big head like that, big old bubble of water in its back, and there's something just like drowning in there, and it just kind of goes, and it just seems to be tending to a nest of like plant scrub that has flown down, and you see there's like three or four little babies, and then there's like hundred little babies and they all come up and they climb into that bubble and just start eating whatever's in there <laughs> that's super rad but also Major. Yeah, very scary <laughs> yeah uh, but as you go even further you see a like a, a big white kind of mongoose looking guy big old claws red smears all over it nursing a massive looking bite on its side, just kind of holding it together. Shit. And it's just, it's bleeding pretty heavy, and it just growls at you as you go by. But you just kind of keep going through the cave. If I had any potions or berries, I would have thrown them. But I don't have I any. Don't have them. Uh, <laughs> you can Pokemon treats, but that's yeah, not gonna help. I'll say you do see with your night vision. Um, it's all in in gray, but you see like his claw turns from, like, black to white, and then he holds it over and some smoke starts to come off. As he's holding it to the wound, and he just goes, Holy shit. What a badass! This thing's hardcore. He's fixing himself up. Put some dirt on it. Oh my god. Give me an iron, I'll burn it away. Shake it off, yeah. goose. But that's, like, your first day through the cave. Um, it will... You do have, like, another... maybe half day in here if you want to sleep. Should we rest? I feel like we've been doing this for a long time. I just, I don't really want to stop in the cave, but I don't, do I see, like, the cave exit? No. They're like, this is a big winding path. Okay. That kind of just snakes through, like, a full mountain range. You guys okay. got many, many miles to go. Okay. Well, I mean, maybe if we just set up a camp, like, on the very side of the river where there's not creatures, we have enough firepower to kind of deter anything like mortar and crash are kind of the bash brothers mm -hmm. bash boys I think I'm not really worried about anything messing with us we can probably handle it okay well if you want to take a rest and we can wait in here it's just going to be super dark but I have my lantern and mortar can glow and I feel like anything that lives in here might think twice before going toward light but maybe I'm wrong yeah, I mean... Hopefully most, at that point they just don't want to mess with our Pokemon. Yeah, most most things probably feel that way. All right, so I'll look with my night vision to try and find, like, a a nice... Maybe, like, inlet on the side of the river that's um, maybe elevated from the river, I guess. So in case there's, like, any sort of, like, flash flood situation, okay. we might not, like, immediately die, but... Hit me um, with a, a survival check. I am proficient in this now. Should be expert in it. Uh, Even better. Yeah. That's 24. Heck yeah. Um, you find a spot that is like nice and flat on the side of the river, wide enough that you could put a tent down. And your first instinct is that's the perfect spot to go. And then you realize that you are south of Watalonga, which is quite prone to random insane floods mm -hmm. and if one were to come through this way you would have no warning you would just be like swept in because right. it's like right on par with the river that's kind of my fear and as you kind of like creep up a little further there's a spot that's not as good but is elevated up even more than some of the rest of this looks like a partial kind of cave-in 
but the rock above seems very solid. So you guys could kind of sleep in this little crevasse right. up on the side. Well, I will I will steer our team that way and kind of like tap CJ and point so he can look with his night vision. And then we can make our way up there and set up camp and I'll set my lantern on the ground so we have like a little bit of light to go by. Yeah, it's a, it's a gap between this spot and the roof. It's about 15 feet deep and you've got like two feet above you. So you kind of, you'd have to like shimmy in there, okay. but it's pretty well protected. And if it were to flood in here, it's unlikely it would hit you guys without at least some pretty heavy warning that was coming. Right, like we'd hear it before yeah. it just swept us away. Okay. Yeah. It would buy you some time. Cool. All right. Because well. it was like less than a month ago that <clears throat> Lake Lahana just like burst one of its banks and then flooded yeah, down here. Right. So. Okay. Well, uh, we'll set up camp in there and then I guess I can just send out like I'll keep Rose out up here and then I can send out Mortar to give us kind of like dull light um yeah okay just kind of kind of chill with the homies I guess wait until we figure out who wants to do Night's Watch okay do we have like time before that or is this the time where we would like go to sleep I was assuming that it was like this is about to be Nighttime. Like okay. We should just get a rest yeah. and then like get to swim you're in, in early you're in morning. Perfect cave set darkness. stuff up and then yeah, it's probably going. difficult. Sleep to when tell. you're tired. Yeah, one of those deals. Mm -hmm. So if you want to take first watch, you can. I can if you don't want to. Okay. Okay. Bentley would be a little tired from the hijinks of the day and worrying about his parents and Phoebe and all sorts of stuff. So he'll pass out first, but Mortar will still be on the on the lookout and just giving off his fiery glow. Okay. Um, to help so Mortar is staying happens. out, producing some light? Yes. Okay. Good to know. I was, um, yeah, I was going to have Bang make, or not Bang, Growl make like a little fire so we had more light if you don't want to do that. Okay. Mortar's chilling. Cool. Okay. Yeah. I mean, um, you still can, obviously. Man, I feel like more threats that, that we, that we have, the more deterrent we have. Yeah. Okay. Um, CJ, give me a perception check for your time on watch. Five. Five. Okay. Um, growl, because you're out, I think. I have crash and growl out. Okay. Growl because you can smell. Nobody else can see in here, but growl can smell. I'll let you make a perception with your nose at advantage. Whoa. Where did it go? Straight over the back. I think it's a crit. Is it no, really? It's no, a, it's a 12. Never mind. But you have advantage because you're sniffing. Thedeen? That was pretty crazy. Thedeen? Uh, 18. 18. Okay, CJ, you're you're chilling in this little crevasse with Bentley, and, and Mortar's kind of sitting a few feet below you guys, and, and Growl's nearby, and suddenly Growl kind of perks up. You just hear him rustling in the darkness, and you... Flick those goggles on, and he's kind of sniffing up towards you, and he does his namesake. He starts kind of like a low growl towards you, mm -hmm. um, and he starts like kind of pawing to get up into the crevasse with you, but he's not going to fit. Okay. Is there something in here, man? But he's like... And he's like pawing at you, like trying, okay, to, I'll, trying I'll, to get your shoulders. I'll get down. I'll get okay. down. As you're climbing down, growl, roll an attack. But not against CJ. A 19 on the die. Okay. So it's way better, whatever it yeah, is. Yes, he uh, snaps his jowls down and just like completely murders a bat that was on your shoulder. Oh. And you're kind of bleeding. Oh. How and it's I... a it's a like black bat with no eye sockets and just these long fangs that have just been he's just been like bitten half. How did I not know that that existed? Good for you, man. And he's just. And he just starts to cook it slowly. Yeah, dude, eat that shit. <laughs> no. Gonna get Ebola. Nah. They're animals. Uh, animals think, can eat other animals. It's fine. I think Growl runs at a high enough temp that yeah. he would murder any virus. Exactly. He He's can't get, so he can't get sick. hot. He can't. Um. Well, that was neat. Uh, hopefully I don't have rabies now. I'm sure you're fine. I, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I have no <laughs> other way... 
to handle that. And you so do it just have to check on yourself. I just have rolls. to assume I'm fine. Uh, yeah, you can if you want to like do a roll about nah, it. Nah, I don't. If care. you're worried about bats, nah, I don't care. Okay. Um, I am gonna set up like a. I'm gonna try to find like any sort of kindling or like some sticks or something. Or yeah, a lot of the stuff that you'll find is dry, but you have you have supernatural creatures that yeah. can dry stuff out for you, or not dry, wet. Like it's like flowing in the river, but you just rip it out and yeah, we'll, it, it will uh, burn eventually. All will burn. We'll set a little fire with growl, and then uh, I will call out the lichen rock. <gasps> okay. The Lycanroc hits the field. He is a Don Brood fella, so he is like all black. And instead of like where where Koa would have had rocks, his are just like green gemstones poking out of his back. Pretty cool. Um, but he's got just bright green eyes that you could see in the dark here, even if you didn't have fire goggles or anything on. That's he's cool. just he sits at the edge of the fire, and just kind of sits like an impatient dog, tail kind of swiffing back and forth. He's looking around. Hey man, um, I, I we haven't really talked since I caught you, and I just wanted to kind of introduce you to. And there's just a whoa. Some of the some of the squad. That's growl. That's crash. There's a bunch of others, but we're not gonna call them out yet. Um, what 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 are you doing? He's just barking and enjoying the echo of the cave. Right, 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 right. Pretty cool in here. Boobs. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. And you hear a and a whole bunch of bats kind of fly overhead and past you. Come get some bats. Do bats. We love boobs. <laughs> yeah. Where? That's what's up. We want to see your boobs. <laughs> Um, so there's a lot going on. I know you were in kind of a shitty situation. I think that your situation's better. You might not think that your situation's better. Um, but I just wanted to, like, kind of give you a rundown. We're we're going to be going through this cave, and then we're going to be out of a cave in another area, and I'll let you be out when we're in the other area. Um, but we're basically going to be fighting this world-ending force that's coming to us, and, um... You can participate or you cannot participate. Um, I know this isn't the best time to ask you if you want to stay on the team because I'm not going to let you go right now because this is a really bad place for you to be, probably. Um, but if we get somewhere else and you're like, this place is more chill and you don't want to hang out with us after you kind of meet everybody else, I'll let you go if you want. But if you're part of like a crew and you want to be part of a crew, pretty good crew. Anyway... Just hang out with us while we're doing watch, and you can kind of see what a little bit of what we got, because I'm going to train with Crash. Okay. Uh, while you're sitting with him, he whips a vine out of his back, and it, it strikes into the water, and he doesn't even break eye contact with you. Just rips in, pulls out this green and black fish, and just crushes it. And then... Oh! <laughs> rock did that? Yeah. That was so cool. He has vines that come out of him? Always has. Shit. That is mm -hmm. so cool. The Don Brood was special, man. Oh, None of them are rock type at all. Love that. That's neat. Mm -hmm. He is He is grass dark. It's the team so well. You better stay with me, boy. Yeah. But you um, can do what you want, man. The only other thing he does that's different is his ability. He's got, obviously, his, he's a dog. He has advantage on, on scent. Um, there is no range on that if you give him a scent to track. Oh. He can, he will find a trail if you give him a scent. Um, his, his attacks have advantage at night if there is at least one ally within five feet. If there are two or more hostile creatures within five feet of him, he gets a plus five to his AC and deals an additional die of damage against any creature that's been harmed. That sounds great. His AC is 13, Ooh. and he has 13 hit points. All right, so him he is a pack hunter. He is not a fighter. Well, him and Winter are going to become best friends. Yeah. Um, I will, <laughs> now that I know this information, yeah. throw out Winter and okay. introduce him to his new best friend. Okay. <laughs> Winter arrives and immediately just like starts petting the dog. And he's like, 
finally a good hunting partner. Yeah, you guys are going to be friends. We're going to do some training with you guys in a bit. Probably not here. This isn't the best place, but you can hang out for a while. Winter the Ranger. Dude, pretty much. So Ed. cool. So I'm cool. here for it. So freaking cool. Um, but yeah, we're going to I'm going to start training with Crash a bit and okay. just like I'll just get into it. Hey, yeah. so you're not very good at the range stuff. I know you are starting to be. <laughs> and he shoots a rocket of water out of his nose. Exactly correct. Hits you in the face. That was fantastic. We <laughs> need to do more of that. So I want you to be able to, like, really shoot water at things. Maybe, like, freaking blast holes through people with water and stuff. That'd be sick. Um, so that's what we're going to do right now. Um, blast holes through people with I want, water? He looks at Bentley and goes, <gasps> not, a, not, not actual people. Okay. Um, just a pinhole he won't even know yeah that would be sick if you could be like that precise um we'll just start by like having him do some like water movements and moving water around and really just flowing with the water and like controlling it more and like freezing some of it and like turning it into like little ice shards that he can then like throw around and stuff like that um and then I'll ask him if he can make like whips out of the water like a watery whip yeah with control that, can he blood bend? do that and like? He can't blood bend, but um, Apophis was on that track. Ayo, not anymore. You pulled him off of that. Blame me. He was headed that way. You ruined his. He was gonna be a blood mage, but now he's he's golden staghorns guy. So now he's staggered. Um, and if he's capable of doing the the water whips. Yeah. Um, Crash has, like, perfectly accurate control over water. Fucking love that. He is just... He's a direct individual. He's like, I could just hit you, though. That is. So he is capable of it. Those are all things he can do with his ability. Cool. He can create, destroy, redirect, freeze, unfreeze water and ice. So he is a full-on waterbender. Yeah. He's... The true power has been within him all along. Right. But in the moment of a combat, when you're like, do this thing that's crazy, he's like, but I have teeth and claw. Yeah. I but could kill him. We need to but make yeah. the water attacks just as lethal. Like, I want you to feel just as lethal with your ability to hit things from a little bit yeah. further away. Yeah. So th- we'll start setting up little targets like rocks around, and okay. I'll just have him shoot set, water Set a these. pebble up. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Okay. Um... Roll for me. We'll do a we'll do a best three out of five. Okay. Uh, water pulses. So you're gonna add five. Okay. I want you to beat a twelve. That seems reasonable to me. So roll higher than a seven on three out of five. There's one. Okay. You can do this. There's two. Good. There's three. Absolutely killing it, King. Can you go five for five? Ooh, that's a six. Oh, okay. And that one is a fourteen. Phenomenal. Okay. Four out of five. He's able to take his water pulse attacks and instead of shooting them out, kind of keep them in his hand and kind of like crack with a lot of dexterity. But the fourth one, he gets overconfident because three and you're good. And he goes, yeah, and does like a big flourish, extinguishes the fire behind and then grabs the sticks and kind of like flings them into the river. And he's like, and then just out of nowhere, just goes and knocks over the fifth one to be like, I did it, dude. Mortar, which is like. Like bury his head in his hand. Here. Overall, that was actually pretty, pretty great. You did a good job. The water, th- the the fire thing, <laughs> that was yeah. just it got away. And from you me, could I guess, see but... it as soon as the like the logs from the fire in there in the low light, you just hear like <laughs> a whole bunch of craziness in the water. Oh, and then lichen rock just again just <laughs> wow catches another fish. Hot damn! Well. Hey, you want to do that, like, a few more times and just, like, get, like, more for other people? And he'll throw to you a, a live fish with, like, a massive lower jaw. And it's... <laughs> trying to chop out at you. Wow! Yeah, I'm going to just kind of <laughs> toss it over on the rocks. <laughs> And let it sit there for a little while. <laughs> You're just gonna let it suffocate. I'm gonna let it sit there for a little while. You're gonna let it suffocate. And on then, the rock? and then remember that it's a fish. And it's it probably, like, it probably uh, needs uh, to be uh, in the water. Uh, and I'll, I'll pick it back up and throw it back in the water and be you like, you throw oh, it in there, and the lichen rock just is like, yeah, I know. I told you to do that, but then I was like, I don't want to eat it. <laughs> you, got, 
I don't want to eat it. He's like, clearly you're an incompetent hunter. Here. Throw it at throw it at Growl. <laughs> Hold or it give it to Winter. Or give it to Crash. He gives or... it to Winter, and Winter just goes. And just immediately makes a nice sushi roll. Descaling. Well, that's what we're gonna do when my other human friend wakes up. You're gonna just grab one of those and hand it to him. <laughs> not right now. <laughs> when I when I go wake him up, not, don't it's don't just poke him with it. <laughs> He's like, all right, whatever. Not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. Goes we'll a bag. We'll do it in a little bit. When we're ready. You see Crash at the edge of the water is kind of like making his whip in there. And there's just like two dozen little tiny little fish heads that are just following the water back and forth. And then every once in a while one goes, Pop! and tries to like chomp on it. Mm -hmm. But it's just water. So they just bite right through. Fun. But the sticks that landed in there, they just like ate the sticks. Just... Dang piranhas. <laughs> Vortex. Pretty crazy. But that's that's your watch. Cool. So... You spent a couple hours farting around with Crash, getting to know rock. <clears throat> pulled a bat off your back. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll go wake up Bentley. Okay. Hey. Hey, hey. I might have rabies. <laughs> There's lots of fish in the water. Wait. <laughs> And he's got meat, dried meat, blood up his meat like his like what? Just right over my head and yeah, my just head. like just like I might hey, have rabies. Hey, hey what? Yeah. Hey. You're laying in like a a, a, just, a three by fifteen foot crevice. Yeah, You're just, just sleeping. Like, uh, so I might have rabies from being in the crevice with you. Okay. There's it's lots of cool possible. fish in the water. This is lichen rock. Do the thing. Those are the fish. Okay, great. Pretty, pretty cool, huh? Yeah. And it's like lunging, trying to get out of the vine, but he's just holding it like a foot away from your face, so it's just... That's freaky, and I'll scan it with my Pokedex. Yeah. Make a Pokedex roll! I forget what that roll is. What was it, like insight it's, or... It's uh, intelligence or wisdom plus uh, proficiency. Oh, okay. Dang. Well, that's horrendous anyway. That's like a... So what is my proficiency? Is... Three. So that's still just a nine. Nine! It's a basculin! <laughs> They're known for eating literally anything. Okay, well, hopefully not me. It's Ooh. also worth noting they land... Um, for the Laurisian Fish and Game Department, they are considered <laughs> livestock, which means they are fair game. Hey oh Okay. Maybe I will eat one of these. Which <laughs> might be the first thing that you guys have scanned other than the various Magikarps that, that would, well no, Mill Tanks, Tauros. There are <sighs> there are things out there that we've never dealt with that are yeah, considered I... like traditional cuisine. They have a line, but Yeah, I mean I'll just eat my rations of Whatever jerky I have in my pack, I don't need to be killing and eating a basculin. Cool. Well, I'm going to go to sleep. Enjoy your watch. I'll see you in the morning. Okay. And I'll, like, wrap my spell tag around my neck. Okay. I don't want to get bit. Yeah, as CJ's climbing back in there, you see another bat on his back, like... And then the, there's just a vine that cracks you, like, right in the spine, yeah. just enough to be like... And he throws it into the river. And like, thank you. Jesus. Um, I'll call him back. Okay. And I'll tell Growl to come sleep with me in the little cave. Okay. He'll look. He like crawls in there like a like a Great Dane trying to sneak like yep. under a bed. Yep. He's like, come yep. on, nice and toasty. Just gets in there. Just goes, Ugh, and just rolls like back into you, big dog stance. You know legs out, takes up most of the spot. You're like squished against the wall, but yeah. you're like, hey, there's no bats now. That's all right. <laughs> Ain't no bats gonna get me. Ain't no bats. Um, and then I'll ask Crash if he wants to be out before I fall asleep. Or do you he's, want to be in your ball? He's like messing around with the basculins. You're like, you want to go back? And he goes, ah! I, I can't tell if that's a yes or a no. Ah! All right, you do you, man. And he pokes you in the head. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call him back. Okay. All right, Mr. Woods. Make a perception check. And or a stealth check. Oh. Dealer's choice. Oh, boy. Stealth if you want to avoid things through the night. Uh, nine on perception. Nine on perception. Oh, ten on perception. Sorry. Ten on perception. Big difference. Nine. Okay. 
10 on perception. Well, as you are chilling, do you have any lights on? We relight a fire? We chilling um, in the darkness? I would relight a small fire and have mortar still out next to me along with Rose. Okay. And just be like sitting around the fire with them, kind of just looking into the fire and like watching the cricklin and cracklin kind of not so much looking out into the cave because I'm not going to have like my night vision on with a fire right in front of us but like it's so bright I'll look like as far as the dim light is giving us light but outside of that I'm not like straining to look at things okay yeah there's a every every probably hour or so there's like the glimmer of eyes in the darkness and you're like unsettling no 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 and then they just kind of blink a few times watch you and then pull back mm-hmm but as you stare into the fires the fires about doom you see in the dancing of the flames the lord of light is chosen you are Azora high the thing they never did game of thrones anyways as you're looking at the fire <laughs> As it's dancing about. Mm-hmm. You swear for like a half beat of a half second. There's two eyes in the fire looking back at you. And you blink, you rub your eyes. You must have still been sleepy. They're gone. Oh, I think I'm seeing things again. Uh, can I do a perception check into the flames? That was your ten. Oh, okay. As you're kind of like... <gasps> good, good, But good, it's there good, for like good, a half good, of a blink, good. and it kind of startles you, and then there's nothing. Right. That's spooky. Oh, don't love that. Spooky cookie. Okay, well, uh, Bentley will have one hand wrapped around his golden stag necklace, just like holding it. Okay. And then his hand on the dusk stone, and just kind of like turning that over in his hand. Mm-hmm. And then he'll, like, put that in his pocket and send out Iris. Okay. And have Iris um, basically just give her the the go-ahead from their previous discussion of whether or not she wants to pursue evolution. And then she can do her, um, like, reading both Mortar and Rose to try and see, like, what their thoughts on that are, like, Oh, of her evolving? Yeah, and also, like, them going through the process themselves and, like, what they thought of it and what they would, like, what advice they would give her, basically. Iris declines. Interesting. She goes, your your offer is enticing, but I must decline. Uh, okay, why, why is that? I am quite fond of my form. I do not wish it changed. Well, okay, that's fair. If the choice were to be up to me. Well, I mean, it definitely is. I I respect your choice, and if you want to stay in this form, then that's totally fine. Your friend recalls his more recent evolution, as you call it, in a positive manner, but his first one is... Grizzly. Yeah, there were some, uh... (sighs) Some bad circumstances surrounding that first one um so that's fair um if it makes you feel any better that's not how yours would go i Um, understand okay yeah um but yeah that's totally fine um my strength is not in muscle or steel but in wit and cunning yeah and um i kind of meant to talk to you about that um so I don't know if I've mentioned this to you already or not, but there was a, a person in the city of Alluvia. It's a big... Xavier. His yeah. name came to the top of your mind. Yes, Xavier. Um, but anyway, he also has a mischievous, kind of like you, and they are able to work together where Xavier can kind of see through her eyes even at great distances. Is that something you wish to do? The yeah, option is available to you. I, I did not offer it to Dee, for I thought his senses may be overwhelmed. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, my thought was to go back to Alluvia and talk with Xavier, and then maybe he could, like, help train us to do that. 
You need only close your eyes and open mine. Okay. I will do the rest. All right. I I trust you. And I'll, like, kind of, like, brush my hand along her ghostly form. I imagine it's just, like, it feels cold, but then I'll, like, sit in front of the fire and, like, nod to Mortar and nod to Rose, and I'll do, like, crisscross applesauce and then just close my eyes and try to go, Cross like, applesauce, yeah. Bentley blacks out, and Iris opens her eyes and you oh. can see yourself. Whoa, this is cool. And you hear in Iris's head, which is now yours, See? It is not so hard. No, I mean, now that you've said it, this is pretty easy. And um, you can see through her eyes all kinds of stuff you can't see through yours. There are spooky specters left, right, and center. The world is full of ghosts. Oh, that's... They are kind of passing intermittently through this space, completely unaware of you. Hmm. Going about their day-to-day -day lives... Um, a lot of them seem to be making this trek, and you see on occasion one will kind of slip and tumble into the water. As I said, I was worried I may overwhelm Dee's senses. Yeah, I mean, I can definitely see why. This is pretty intense, but it kind of reminds me of the... the ghost realm, but like... That is what it is. Yeah, but this... But you are safe here. I, I do feel safe. It's like, it's not like a like a sinister thing. It's more like... Like, I'm here with friends. It's kind of peaceful, actually. Yes. There is no reason to fear death. It is a window, not a door. We can look from one side to the other, but very few can pass through. Um, well, I have kind of a deep question that I don't know if you'll be able to answer would it be possible for me to see my departed friends through your eyes I'm afraid you would need to return to the site of their passing and if I may it rarely ends well okay I find that when things like you well, too long in the past, they forget how to move forward. It's a fair point. I appreciate that. I would hate to leave you paralyzed in guilt or regret in front of a phantom of your past when there are so many before you that need your help. Right. Um, alright, well, if it's alright with you, maybe we could take this looking glass for a spin? You maybe wanted to fly, like, up the river route, see maybe how much further we got to go, and if there's anything that we should maybe be aware of? There are many things to be aware of. Things in the dark. And she'll kind of turn and look up where you've been seeing all these eyes, and there's just tens of thousands of those big black bats. Oh, boy. Just nesting gently on the, the roof, but they're all kind of shuddering. Uh-huh. Ever so gently. Can I scan the roof with my Pokedex while looking through? Not if you're looking through Iris's eyes, because okay. Bentley's effectively inert. Gotcha. Okay. Um, Sitting on the ground, closing your eyes. Yeah. But she will kind of hover a little bit closer, and you just hear the chittering of thousands of tiny voices. Dear God. And she'll rest right on the edge of that, because she cannot turn off that ability. Yikes. So if she were to fly in there, it would be just a battery of things. But you hear a lot of eat, 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 sleep, 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 tired, tired, light, people, blood, blood, boy, blood, blood, boy, boy, blood, I desire boy, blood, I would love some boy, blood, flesh, yeah, that's creep town, smells like flesh, it is an alarming thing, to be sure, I am getting used to it, but, I cannot turn it off. Yeah, I understand what it's like to have a lot of intrusive thoughts. <laughs> he did damage to you, inside and out. I can see it. I apologize. My time with D has made me incisive 
and direct. No, it's okay. I appreciate your honesty. Is it something that I can heal? Over time, you will have to forgive yourself for the decisions that you made. And you will have to forgive Helios for the choices he forced you into. Though I should warn you, I do not believe he will care. Yeah, I think you're right. Do you know anything about this, uh... The, like, golden staghorns, whatever entity is related to it? I keep seeing it, and it makes me feel good. Like, I have seen it in your mind. Yeah. Do I believe things like you refer to that as a god. That's what I'm thinking, anyway. I can't imagine it sees itself that way. Interesting. I don't know, it just, it makes me feel safe, and it's been helping me move forward, I think. It is good to have things to latch onto. Things to fixate on in dark times and places like these. Yeah. She'll hover a little bit down and you hear, Eat! 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 eat. And there's just hundreds of tiny fish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I imagine these lesser individuals look at you the way you look at the stag. A being of incomprehensible knowledge and strength that I imagine is floundering as much as all of us are in these times. Yeah, you have a way with words. As did D. How do you mean? He was very intellectual. He read a lot of books. Right. When I scanned him, I may have borrowed some of that dialect. See. Um. Is there anything that you have scanned the way that you know how to do that makes you feel uneasy? There are many things. Many of your kind harbor deep and untrustworthy secrets just below the skin. Yeah, I guess I, I meant more like our little crew. Like our team and. I don't know, anything that's been like kind of hanging out near us? There are many wild creatures that are unsavory, though I can't say I blame them. Self-preservation is a rite of passage for many individuals. Most will fail. Yeah. Most? Well, yes. Well, for one to succeed, many others must not. Right, but, like, everything dies, right? So, I Most guess... things die. I see. So there are things that don't? Yes. Because they're already dead? Some of them. Others are simply moved. The Elgium that you kill. They don't truly die. But they are never really alive. I see. They remember each passing. The pain. The fear. But it does not bother them. They toil about their days. Endless though they are. Do you have any insight into how to stop them? I wish. If I did, I would tell you. It's my understanding that they're weak to psychic. They do fear strong minds. Weak minds are easier to break. But a strong mind is more formidable once it has fallen. Yeah. Well, I mean, if there's anything that you want to work on outside of, you know, evolution, since I know that you don't want to do that, um, I'm, I'm here to help. Like, if there's something that I can help you with to make your mind stronger or to prepare you for maybe facing off against these moon touch things, I mean, if you don't want to battle, I understand, and, like, I will honor that, but I kind of have a feeling it's going to be an all-hands-on-deck situation whenever this invasion happens. And I, I'm really scared that I'm going to lose m more things that I care about. To be blunt, I feel each of you might lose some. I do not believe this is a fight that is won with 
physical strength, but rather cunning and wit. I will be there on that day, but I cannot promise we will all see the end. Okay, well... You all think about this often. Yeah, I mean, it's hard not to, because for us, it's like, it's kind of this could be the end. And I know you said that death is not something to fear. Yes. But I fear it for others, I guess. Like, I've already seen my friends die, and it's kind of like made me numb to it. But thinking about the entire region perishing because of these moon touch things, that's really heavy, and I don't like to think about that, and I like to think that we'd be able to stop it. Then you must believe that. Right. If that is what gives you hope, then you should cling to it. I cannot tell you how to feel or what to think. Right. And Bentley will, like, come back to himself and just, like, again, like, clutch the golden staghorn's necklace around his neck and, like, think that this entity will protect him and his team when the time comes. Whether that's spirit or not, who can say, but Bentley believes it. He's okay. becoming a religious boy. He's a little, My little paladin. He's, he's a growing up so religious fast. paladin. Yeah. He enjoys these staghorns, for yeah. they give him comfort. As you emerge from Iris's brain space, uh, make an intelligence save. Oats, my goats. Intelligence save or lose it all. <laughs> intelligence save or die. Seven. Oh, boy. Seven. Okay. Um... You have a bit of a freak-out moment mm -hmm. as you go from not having bones or, like, blood vessels or skin, and suddenly all of that rushes back to you. Ooh. And okay. well, you go from being a an ethereal being, completely weightless, relatively carefree, feeling like nothing could harm you unless you let it, to suddenly being very vulnerable and squishy in a human boy again. Um, but... You keep your cool. It's just an unnerving sensation, which, again, Iris didn't want to subject anyone to without consent, because it's, it's a heck of a thing. Okay. Yeah, just uh, kind of freaking out, but like then we'll start to do some deep breathing and kind of bring himself back to himself. Yeah. Well, with that, sleep, sleep ends for you, CJ. You, you wake up feeling rested. You guys sleep for an ambiguous amount of time. And the journey continues. You carry on rolling. And after four, five, maybe six hours, kind of hard to say, after an amount of time, you start to see light at the end of this tunnel. The light at hey the end of the tunnel. I think we're getting close. I see it. Does anyone have anyone out? Other than the swim boys and girls. I would just be riding on Rose with my team called back. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do the same. Okay. Um, as you are on approach to the exit of this, um, you start to smell like the food from the Cajun Croconaut. Oh, yeah. And it's coming downwind. You also get the kind of acrid sort of lake smell that's just ever-present here. That, to me, I always say smells like tadpoles, but I know is completely irrelevant. <laughs> but that's a childhood too. memory that is ingrained forever. Um, smells like tadpoles. Yeah. What does it's that just, smell like? It just like? smells like a... It's like a pond in acrid water. Yeah. It's kind of just stagnant, because that's pretty much what Wadalonga sits on. is just a swamp. Um, and the water goes from being like relatively clear to kind of a, a murky green as you guys are headed back in. Mm -hmm. Tis the river green. It is indeed. Um, but as you are approaching the exit to here, you see something rather horrifying to you. Um, three human-esque individuals. The, the body structure is humanoid. Um, clinging to the roof of this cave uh, with just their hands and their toes kind of just clutched onto the side. But where their feet should be is an extra set of hands that are upside down. 
and it is just clutched there. Um, and there's, you can see like a human-ish head, just, <laughs> but no eyes on the side of the face. And I would love if you would roll a stealth check. The hell are we looking at here? <laughs> I, have no I would love a stealth that. check from Rose <laughs> and a stealth check from Crash. Okay. Because oh. they are the ones who are out and swimming. And as long as Bentley and CJ don't scream, you don't have to roll. Hey, guess what? Didn't go well. Uh-oh. Didn't go well at all. Fine. It's a, it's group, a two. It's a group one. Here comes Rose. Is it a group one? Or do we both have to pass? Ah. <clears throat> uh, I mean... We don't know the rules For the yet. night is dark and full of terrors. Yes, it is. Look at all these dice. Oh, these are the wrong bag, but whatever. Uh, 16. 16? Yes. Okay. Rose does quite well. How did Crash do? Two total. He rolled a one. Okay. Crash, <clears throat> you are swimming along. You, you kind of look up at these things, and you turn your head to talk to CJ, and you bump into a rock, and it cracks. Mm. And it goes... Mm. Rose, I will give you the option. Do you swim ahead, swim behind, or stay with Crash? Uh, what would Rose do in this moment? Stay with Crash. Okay. Rose, you stay with Crash. Crash, as you smack, you live up to your name. You crash. Mm -hmm. You Oops. There's a loud crack as these big head creatures kind of like spin down. No eyes. But it's similar to what you saw with the Neuverns in Ambercrag. They look like just flesh has kind of grown over the top. And as they crane themselves back down, you swear these could be polytoads if they weren't so horrifying. <laughs> as they swing back around using their feet hands, they basically just springboard down the wall towards you. It's so creepy. And that's where we're going to call it. It's so creepy. It's so creepy. As the like horrifying cave crawlers are coming at you. <laughs> Jesus. The cave crawlers. After a few nights in a dark river cave, the boys can finally see the light at the end of the tunnel. Will the denizens that watch over the exit keep them trapped forever? If you enjoyed this episode of Boarding Party, please consider leaving a like on the video to show your support. If you'd like to see more of the Tots and stay up to date on the Laris region, why not subscribe to the channel? If you'd like to help us out in other ways, you can follow the links in this video's description box to our Patreon. From there, you can join the discussion in our Discord server, or check out the post-show, Still Rolling, get a recap of every session with myself and the crew. Let us know in the comments below what you thought about CJ's Lycanroc pal and Bentley's talk with Iris. Thank you so much for watching. Catch you next week as D seeks out an ancient pirate treasure that may prove invaluable in the days to come. <laughs>